0: Hello gorgeous, welcome to another episode of Gala Loves Everything. I'm obviously your host, I'm obviously Gala Darling, and this episode is a new format and I would love to hear what you think. This is a Friday vibes episode, which basically means I give you a bit of a life update and talk about the many ideas that are cooking away in my little brain because... I just I always have a lot of them and I must admit that this idea was shamelessly stolen from Shilling Johnson. I listened to a couple of her Friday episodes last night and I was like you know what this is cool. I like this and look let's be real. I always have more ideas than I have room to write Instagram captions for and I don't do a blog anymore and so this is where you're gonna get the randomness it's this is like a taste test of what it's like to be in my brain all the time so I hope you enjoy it and it's Sagittarius season and I love Sagittarius season I have a Sagittarius moon and this is just one of my favorite times of year and I know that the holidays is very stressful for a lot of people and it is just not for me it's one of the times of year that I feel so so good and I am full of energy, I'm full of excitement, and I'm also so full of ideas. I feel like some seasons I'm lower on ideas than others. Like Scorpio season for me is not a big ideas month, but Sagittarius season, honey. We just, it's like being... A pot of popcorn in the microwave just constantly like poppity pop pop you know it's it's exciting and my right hand woman my director queen genius of operations audrey is being super mean to me right now every morning i wake up and i send her a voice message about all the things i want to do today and she literally is like put them in the document you know you have to work on this today she is so mean but she's right This is what it's like to work with a Capricorn. I cannot recommend enough that you find yourself a Capricorn to run your life. Seriously, without Audrey, this would all be toast. I mean, nothing would happen. Nothing would happen. I would have ideas and nothing would get executed. So thank God for her, really but I, she was texting me this morning and I was like, I am going to do an Instagram story about how mean you're being to me today. And she was like, don't threaten me. It won't work. Get your shit done. So I appreciate her. But anyway, I'm going to tell you some of my ideas and then you can tell me what you think about whether we should do this or not. So Something I was posting about on Instagram stories last night, and if you don't look at my Instagram stories, I'm sure I post too much. It's a Sagittarius moon thing, I'm sure. I just love to communicate my excitement constantly, but I was posting about um, 75 hard. So 75 hard is a program that my trainer does regularly. And it was created by this guy called Andy Frazella, who I don't really know that much about him, to be honest. He's definitely an internet marketer. I think he has a podcast. I've never listened to it. Um, He's very much of that, like, yeah, hustle, grind, get it done mentality, which is like, you know, it's good in small doses. But if you're a woman... Like me, you probably don't want to live there all the time. I don't think that's like the key to unlocking all of your potential. I think if you're a woman, there are other things that you want to work on too, which is like, you know, relaxing and receiving and just being in a different zone, a different state. So anywho, here's the deal with 75 hard. It's 75 days, hence the name. And it's hard, hence the name, which I mean, you know, I guess... Even the name is masculine, right? It's like structured as a challenge to be like, yeah, I'm going to take it on. You say it's hard. I'll show you. Fuck you. It's like it like incites that part of you, right? So 75 hard is um, here's what you do for 75 days. Two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. One of them has to be outside. You follow um, a diet of your choosing. You drink a gallon of water. You read 10 pages of a book. Um, no alcohol, no cheap meals. Uh, I think that's it. And basically if you fail on one of those days, you go back to day one. So you don't get to keep your days. And I, you know, I love challenges like this because I really do enjoy structure and, I really like being accountable to something. It 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 really helps me to continue with a program or a plan when I'm accountable, when I've told other people about it. And so I am I was talking about it on stories last night and I had a few people say, "Hey, I would love to do this with you, but I think we should adjust it so that it is more in line with you know, being a woman, and maybe you need different things every day, right? Like, we're cyclical beings. We're not in the same state all the time. Our hormones are changing so much. We need different things at different times of the month. And so I have started concocting my own version of this. It will have a totally different name, and it will be a daily plan that I am following myself and also recommend for you guys. And I'm very excited about this. And so we're, you know, we're playing with this right now. And I think one of the reasons why I started thinking about 75 hard, firstly, my trainer was like, oh, I'm doing this. You should do it too. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Um, But the thing with 75 hard is it's not that different from what I'm doing now. It would just be adding one more workout a day because I pretty much work out every day as is. Um, But for me, I don't know that two workouts is ideal for everybody, but I definitely think that one form of movement every day is really powerful and really restorative and really regenerative. And to me, the idea of movement can range from anything to doing really intense weight training to Pilates, to taking a walk with your dog to yin yoga on the floor in front of your television, to dancing around your living room. And I just, you know, I've learned so much about changing the way that I feel, especially when I'm feeling something that doesn't feel good. And obviously it's important to process those emotions or those feelings that are not positive. But if you find yourself in a state where you're just like, ugh, and you're hating your life you have to change your physiology and you have to do something with your body to change your mind it actually works in that order some people are like oh, I'll go to the gym when I feel like it trust me you'll probably never feel like it this is something that we actually have to push ourselves on and I think some people have the idea that self-love and self care is about like taking a bubble bath every day But that is not always self-love. A lot of times, self-love is about doing the thing that's hard, quote unquote, doing the thing that's challenging, doing the thing that is like not really what you want to do right now, but what is going to lead you to the life that you really deserve and aspire towards. And... You know, that's why they talk about something being aspirational. Like, it's aspirational because it's not here yet. And in order to get it, you're going to have to do some things that are not easy and comfortable. And let's be real like, if you always did what was easy and comfortable, you would probably never get out of your sweats. You would probably order food every single day. You would probably keep attracting the same kind of partner who is probably. Not that healthy, or you're just reliving some old pattern. And everything that we do here in this community in the Galaverse is about making the trickier choice. I um I was interviewed by the Guardian newspaper a couple of days ago about manifesting, and she was like, "So what is manifesting?" And I was like, honestly it's this huge cornucopia of things. It's goal setting, it's shadow work, it's co-creation with the universe. But what we do in the pursuit of making ourselves the best version of who we are is we do hard things. So, you know, don't shy away from the things that are hard and challenging. I feel like I take on things that are hard and challenging every day, whether that's an intense workout, whether that is pushing myself in my business to think bigger or try something new or do something different, um, whether it's in my relationship, I'm, you know, like challenging myself to do things that are outside of my comfort zone, like be more emotionally available and more vulnerable and all those things that don't necessarily come that easily to me. And by doing these things that are hard, I feel so much better about myself and who I am. And it's improving me all the time. It's getting me to a healthier, happier place. So that's my ramble about 75 hard and maybe putting my own spin on it. Like I am personally on day four of no sugar and no gluten, and I feel really good. I used to do no sugar, no gluten pretty well. Like I would almost say religiously, like I was devout. And um, especially last year, even though it was like a crazy year, one of the things that I felt good about was the way I was eating and taking care of my body. Like when I eat sugar and gluten, I get really inflamed and bloated and I feel cranky and I'm always tired. Like it just doesn't work for me. And so last year, I had really cut a lot of that stuff out and I was doing great. And then I went to Greece for my birthday. And while I was there, I was like, oh, you know, you're on a boat. Like you might as well have a chocolate croissant in Europe, you know, like that's what you do. And the really interesting thing was the gluten in Greece in Europe did not make me bloated. It didn't. Like, American gluten makes me bloated. European gluten did not, but um, I started to feel cranky. And then when I came home from the trip, my skin, like, exploded. I had the worst hormonal acne. And that started in September, and it is now December, and it is just healing. Just healing. And one of the reasons why it's actually healing is because I went and had a facial the other day and this woman, her name is Agnes actually, put this mask on me that's this enzyme mask that makes you look like you're in Game of Thrones, like it tightens all over your skin and it she, I like watched a video about it. It does all these amazing things to the skin. Um, and I feel like literally I am only now just getting over the hump of that because I went and had this facial. But the internal effects, of eating the sugar and the gluten were unavoidable. Just like the craziest hormonal breakouts, terrible. And also way more intense hormonal migraines, way more intense. like two I think it was two months ago they were so bad that I went to urgent care to like get a shot and even then the shot did nothing so shortly thereafter I went to a doctor and I got a prescription for a migraine medication which blows my mind it's so good it really really works thank fucking god because having a migraine for three days a month you know that's like a whole month of your year by the end of the year yeah yeah Yeah. Do the math on that. So if you have a migraine every month with your period, you lose an entire month of your year to being in pain, feeling like shit, feeling nauseous and not being able to do anything. Like that's not fun. So, um, I know for me that what I eat plays a huge role in how I'm feeling and how my hormones are and is just not worth it. So, Anyway, four days off, gluten and sugar, feeling really good. And my vision really is I'm just like, I'm eating as much protein and vegetables as I can. I found this place nearby that does these really good salad bowls and they're delicious. I'm so excited about them. So I'm loving eating those, drinking lots of water. Um, and I also started riding my Peloton again. I In my last place i had my peloton in my spare room which was also full of boxes because my last place had no storage and now i have it downstairs we have this kind of like it's like a i hesitate to call it a tv room it's more like a theater room kind of it's like a really big tv on the wall it's just a really big room it's very strange but anyway i put my peloton down there and i've started using it again and it feels so good to work on my cardio and get a sweat going I really missed it. Especially Robin Arzon. I love her. She's so great. It's funny. People are always like, you should try Cody. You should try Ally Love. I'm sorry. It doesn't work for me. Whenever I try and watch someone else's class on Peloton, I have to turn it off. I just don't enjoy watching them. But Robin, she's my bitch. Yes, she is. And I say that in a strictly non-prison kind of way. She's not like that. But just like, I like her, you know? I resonate with her. It's a vibe. I like her. Yes. Yes. Finally, um, I'm moving to Las Vegas. Don't tell anyone. Look, it's probably not going to happen for some time considering I just, like, two months ago signed a new lease here in California, but my man and I have been dating for a year and two months, and it's going really well, but we're long distance, and long distance is hard, and we are always talking about our future and what we want to do and we we want to like build a house potentially but in the interim we need to kind of live together so in addition to spending more time in Las Vegas i will ultimately be moving there probably within the like next i don't know let's say 6 months or so which is pretty crazy never thought i would want to live in vegas But Vegas is a fun town and I've lived in big cities most of my life. You know, I was in New York for 10 years. I did Los Angeles for two years and I've now been in Orange County for almost a year. And it's a very different vibe down here. Like The thing about Orange County is it's really beautiful and it's really calm, but it might be a little bit too calm for me. It's a little bit... I don't want to say the word dull because it feels like a judgment. And I think for some people living here is perfect. But, you know, I really like to wear something sparkly and go out to dinner and go to shows and see art. And there's none of that down here. And I thought that when I moved down here, I would be going to Los Angeles all the time. But the traffic is just... life ruiner, and I don't want to do it. So I, yeah, I think that Vegas might be the best of both worlds because you can live far enough outside of the city that it's calm, but you can get into the city easily and quickly and you can go do some awesome shit every night of the week if you want to. And that was one of the things I loved about living in New York is even though you didn't have to go do everything every night, you knew the you had the option and sometimes I like just having the option so it's gonna be weird to leave California for sure I love it here Um, but I think this is just part of my next evolution and um, you know Vegas is freezing cold in the winter we will probably spend our winters in New Zealand we're both from there and that's new zealand summer which is like perfect um and i don't know just it's interesting i'm kind of like reorienting my life in a way that makes sense for me and um yeah i um it feels good to me like i have really i mean it's been nice to have a chill year down here in orange county but I do miss events and restaurants and stuff. You know, I really do. Like, I already spend a lot of time at home. I don't need to have to spend time at home because there's nothing else to do. Do you know what I'm saying? No shade to Orange County. No shade. It's beautiful down here. It really is beautiful. Fantastic weather. It's gorgeous. The people are super fucking nice. It's chill. But your girl loves a bit of glamor and I feel like Las Vegas is a really good kind of like middle point in terms of energy between New York and LA. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel excited about it. And those are my updates. <laughs> um so let me know if you enjoyed this episode and I'd love to hear your thoughts on us redoing 75 Hard. I'd love to hear your thoughts on Um, you know, whether you think that would be something you would be interested in and tell me your deepest thoughts about Las Vegas. Look, Las Vegas is not a perfect place, but nowhere is. And I do love to travel. So it's not like I will be stuck anywhere forever. So I think it's all going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? And I think at some point too, it's important to just go with what you're being nudged towards and stop trying to f- like figure everything out preemptively like stop trying to have a 5-year plan if anything has been the lesson of the last 2 years it's that things change all the time on a dime and we cannot predict anything so you just have to roll with it and make the most of it and You know, when I met my boyfriend, I never thought like, oh, I'm going to end up moving to Las Vegas to be with him. No, never considered it. And I've told him, I had told him a million times, I would never move to Vegas, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, actually, when you've been in Orange County for a year, Vegas starts to look pretty good. (laughs) Uh, So there you go. Oh, my God. I just realized, wait, that in less than a week, on Wednesday, it's... The debut of the new Six in the City reboot. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Wow, that is thrilling. Thrilling! All right, that's my episode. Hope you loved it. I'll talk to you soon.